Welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode number 39, and we are here today. I am Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today we have Casey Cool. Hello. And Dr. Zubat, number, number one, one fan. fan. Number one fan right here. Number one. Number one. Number one fan. He's still working nope. on that tattoo, folks. I know you've been waiting. We're going to put it on the internet. So he's going to get his tattoo. Mm-hmm. It's going to be right in his weenus. So don't worry about it. Oh, I was thinking it was going to be right on his abdomen. Like no, we're doing a weenus for the rodeo, yeah. Weenus is, is like uh, elbow, right? Oh, that's right. The weenus is the back of your elbow. That's, that's where that's the right, cool right. kids used to get the stars, right? It used to be a big star. The nautical star. I'm not going to lie. 100%. Almost did that, like walked into the tattoo shop, was ready for that. But then I was like, shoot, maybe I should get spider webs. Oh, man. Well, that means you killed someone. So uh, <laughs> you got you to earn that strike. So what would you tattoo on your video game avatar, though? Oh, man. Everything. Yeah. My, I'll tell you what. Like, uh, my my Valhalla character, he gets new tattoos pretty much like every other day. For sure. When I played, I remember... San Andreas, I used to just get tatted up. Or like any wrestling game where I could make a wrestling avatar. You know I had a Of sleep, course. Right? My WWF wrestler had to rock If you've sleep. got the option, you have to do a tattoo and a scar. For sure. Like that's just, that's what it easily, is. Easily. Easily. Well, I was talking about that with like Shadowlands a couple weeks ago. I You can now transmog and have whatever gear you want on. And I was talking about getting my character an eye patch, But if you go eye patch, you can't ever come back, is my feeling. Like that is canonical to your character. Like that is his... Backstory, he is missing. Yo, let me, can I drop some knowledge on you? Okay, yes. Okay. I, I don't know if this is real knowledge, but I read it on the internet, so, you know. It's gotta be real then. It's on yeah. the internet, it's legit. So, supposedly, the eye patch, right, you would, uh-huh. you would keep it over one of your eyes. So, you had both your eyes, you would keep it over one of your eyes, but then when you would go down into dark places, like the bottom of the ship, to go get more, like, gruel or whatever, right? Like, uh-huh. then you would switch it so then one of your eyes was already adjusted to the darkness. And so then oh. you could see down there. So maybe your boy in Shadowlands, he's got two eyes. He's just always ready for day or night. He's just, he's just darkness or light. Or he's keeping people on their toes, right? Could be that. Exactly. Like, oh, it's on this eye now. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, he could mm-hmm. be that kind of character. I could see that. Okay, okay. You got to take your role playing to, the, to another level. I never tap my character when it comes to RPGs. Like I what? never put on tattoos. I just don't do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, you don't want to. You don't ruin that pristine body that you have rocking. You know. Oh what I mean? my god. Your body is a temple. Exactly. So you play, you, I'm guessing if we play D and D, your alignment would be lawful good. You can't do anything bad. Dude, if that's how you got to get your heal and res and res spells. That's what you got to do. Okay. <laughs> so- yeah, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Someone's got to be healer. That is true. Uh, this is true. This is true. But uh, in terms of AC Valhalla, that's a pretty awesome game. I'm playing it right now, turns out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. No uh-huh. no tattoos, though. No tattoos. No tattoos. Okay. All right. Tattoo shop yet. That is so low on the list of upgrades. Oh. I mean, I can get a fishery before I need a tattoo shop. Come I'm not going to lie. That was the first thing that I upgraded. <laughs> Number one. Did it give you any perks? Yeah, tattoos. No, like I mean, like oh, plus two to spirit or strength. No, like, not at all. Get... It's actually okay. pretty. It's it's pretty dumb because the only tattoos <laughs> that you can ever see on your person are their face tattoos, right? Which is the ones you get, right? Obviously. I mean, no, I do full body. Oh wow! I'm tattooed. I'm tattooed head to toe. I've got like Viking runes on my back. I never see them. Never see. See, them. I feel like if you have those, you should get magic spells from them. There should be some type of like spark. Like, oh, I got the rune for ice magic on my body. Guess what? Boom. In with the ice spells. 
That's a whole other game entirely. You could intricate that in. You could yeah. weave that into the story. So how far are you in AC, though? No, I know you stopped for a little bit. I have no idea, man. This game is forever long. It's massive. It's crazy how big it is. I didn't think it was that big. And um, as I keep like playing more and more, I realize that it keeps opening up. I realized today that I can go to a whole other mm. island, which is like not even on the grid. That's pretty crazy. What island is that? It's Vinland. Oh, Finland. Okay. No, Vinland. Oh, spoiler v. alert. Oh, it's not like the Vin. Norse don't call Finland Vinland. It's a different place? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a different place. <laughs> okay, I don't know, man. I'm realizing that the game has a much different... Um, it's a lot different than Odyssey. Like, Odyssey, they would just throw a bunch of gear at you, and you'd just, like, break it down and turn it into gold or sell it. And in this game, you get, like, very few weapons, and you just have to stick with them through the course of the game, mm -hmm. which um, is a lot different mindset, uh, which I'm learning to appreciate a little bit more. Uh, the combat is a little bit more Dark Soulsian and um, actually matters, which is kind of cool. And I've hit some difficulty spikes on some of those bosses that are like, no way, Jose. It's pretty crazy. How far are you, Doc? Like, you got to be... You, you're close to beating it, right? Yeah, so I beat the... Uh, I'll, I'll call it the brother storyline, which is like the main storyline. Um, so okay. I beat most of the game, and then it drops you back in, and it unlocks like the last section of the map, right? Because like you're, you're taking over the different areas in England, and the power level for that, the suggested power level is like 350, and I was like 250. Um, so I pushed in a little bit, cheesed my way through a couple missions, but then I was like, nah, like I, I hit a, a, a brick wall. So I decided to take a break, but I am itching to get back in and they're starting to release like some more patches, which will hopefully fix some of the bugs that I ran into. There's also rumors that they're going to be doing some, uh, like Yuletide festivals in the game that I'm kind of excited to jump back in. I know, for. I know there's been a lot of games coming out and they're distracting you. I know we're going to get deep into that soon. So I, I'm just waiting. I'm surprised. Uh, I know you're waiting for cyberpunk to drop in price. So I figured that's why you'd be playing AC more Shelby. Um, um, and I also want to get through AC before I move on. And this seems like one of those games right. that you could t potentially just like live and just play for the rest of your days. If you really wanted to, there's so much content in this game that it seems like you could really get lost in it and pour in a ton of time. I don't know what the completionist time run is, Weird. but I imagine it's significant. Significant. I think I'm at about 60 hours, like 57, 60, some, somewhere like that. Um, and I just want the record to show that I think this is a much better game than Odyssey, despite what Sean wow. says. Hot take, um, hot take. I know. I need you guys to like hash it out in the Discord. Uh, it says <laughs> online on how long to beat. The main story is 50 hours on average. With extras, it's 83. If you're a completionist, 122 hours. Dang, I believe That's it. not me. Yeah, that's not me. It it really um, depends on the game, like how how bought in you are, like the franchise. Yeah. But I, I get that. In terms of this game compared to Odyssey, I feel like other AC games have done specific pieces of the AC franchise better in very specific examples. Like I think that the black flag movement that they had for AC was probably the best in my mm. opinion. I thought the movement in that game was just fluid and the way they had set up the button layout was you would hold a to move up a structure and you hold B to move down a structure. And as you would run, you would hold a or B depending on how you wanted to navigate that terrain, which I thought was brilliant, but I don't think any game has nailed it since. 
And I think I can go through each one of those Assassin's Creed games and like pick out an example of where they've done it better. But in taking into consideration the entire package of Valhalla, I think that this is the best game they have made in the in in the franchise because they take smart elements from each one of those games and really carry the franchise forward to where it's not overwhelming. Yeah. The problem that Odyssey had was that it was too much. And I logged back in a week ago just to compare what I remembered and what Valhalla is. And what I'm finding is that Valhalla, they take out the clutter that Odyssey had. And because they took the clutter out, you're really able to enjoy your time in the game more because you feel like you're covering more ground in a more efficient time frame. And I think it's a brilliant change in consideration of Odyssey compared to Valhalla. Right on. I'll say I find the story just much more compelling too. Like I will wholeheartedly admit that I'm a sucker for like Viking stuff. And this has hit me at a good spot where I watched a whole bunch of like Viking Netflix shows. So this like perfectly fits into kind of like the media vein that I was already in. But I just find the character development, the RPG elements too. I, I love the way that you're able to spec your character out, right? Like yeah. upgrade their gear. It's just, it, it feels um, more personal, I think is the way to put it. And I was able to, I felt like I had relationships with the characters through my homestead, right? Like going on these journeys, raiding uh, other villages with my crew that I didn't get in Odyssey. Where in, where in Odyssey, I just felt like, okay, here's this dude. I don't know if I'll yeah. ever see him again. I'm going across the world, Odyssey like whatever. Much more like an action game rather than an RPG. And I think Valhalla is much more RPG. I'll say that I enjoyed the mm. setting in Odyssey a lot more. Like Greek mythology is just like right up my alley. And the architecture in Greece is just absolutely out of this world in my mind in comparison to the Vikings. But as I said, I think Valhalla is a better made game, especially if you're going back and playing it. Um, I'm really impressed with the way they are chopping up the story in this game too. Like they have the different territories you go through and the storylines in each one of those territories are very fleshed out and the characters are making choices that have that gray area. And I really think that it's a much more compel compelling story rather than go and kill the bad guy. And uh, I'm enjoying it quite mm -hmm. a bit. I wish I had more time with it. An another thing that I like about it, not to turn this into like, a love fest but um the way that they handle the player choice like you're saying shelby where you make a decision and it doesn't come back to like bite you right away like there was multiple times where there was an obvious choice that i knew would affect the story in some way and i would go through all the different like you know there'd be like three potential choices i would save before i would do all three and at that point like everything looks the same and it's not until like another two or three hours in where it comes back and you're like oh snap I made the wrong decision. And at that point, right, it's like, it's it's too late. You're already invested. You're not going to go back in and uh, re-up your save. So the fact that some of those things stick with you, like, down the road, I think is is really cool. Like, they did a good job yeah. with that. I'm excited to get back and play more. But um, some of my time in terms of gaming has gone to Destiny 2. Whoa. Which we are playing currently. Dr. Z and I have been playing uh, once a week, it seems like. And I'm really enjoying the shooting in that still. I'm going to stick with, with that. Just a couple hours a week seems like the perfect amount. Um, there's still a lot of different systems and currencies to kind of get through. And we don't really know where we're going half the time. But it's like we're just going to pick one quest and figure it out. And uh, I've really been enjoying it. You need how many more people to fill out your band of merry men? Well, right now we have three. 
and one of them is a dupe account. So we're doing pretty well. Oh, what you wait? So you guys are like boxing? Someone's playing two accounts at once? So we have we have three people uh, in our clan, and two of them are me. Okay. Uh, I got you. I, I got you. I got you. I, I didn't. Gotcha. I didn't realize that I was adding my Steam account. Oh, like oh, weird. Yeah, because they're linked. My Xbox account and my Steam account and my PlayStation account. Like I played. I played Destiny across all of those. Right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Thought that they were linked, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in there twice. I if I get this PC upgrade we're talking about, I'll definitely play with you guys. I think that's something that would interest me. Yeah, I'm gonna try uh, to pull my sister in too, and she's like not. She admittedly is not great at first person shooters, but I'm gonna be interested to see I. how she's gonna do in terms of onboarding. But I mean, is there a melee class? Is there a class that can go in there and just go ham? Kinda. I, I mean, you could probably consult the internet for a better answer okay. but i feel like the okay. hunter is really like get up in and and lay down some heavy damage and they're they're like built for melee attacks it feels like i, I rock a sword pretty consistently yeah you do and it's an awesome okay. sword like it makes things happen hunter says i'm a hunter and wow i like mm. playing her but that's because you get pets mm. and that's the thing i really i play bm i'm a beast master anything that gives me the pets and i can look cool a beast master yeah so speaking yeah, of yeah. mastering of beasts are you uh, playing anything else i've been playing that i i i'm i feel so stupid playing that game because my friend's like oh just do this this and this and i'm like well i did this but how do i unlock like you have to do your daily and then that gives you this covenant there's so many little management things where i'm like uh what i just want to get on and play the thing i like like i like playing pvp with people and so i'm doing that now and i've learned you have to do some little quests to benefit from just pvp all the time because they'll they're a really easy way to get epics now but you do have to do some like grunt work and it's like maybe 30 minutes or an hour a week of doing that and it's like eh, don't know don't know how i feel about that um but the game that i am loving is one piece warriors 4 Ooh. with the switch i am i am it's so fun because it's a dynasty warrior game which is one piece background one piece is the greatest anime manga of all time Ooh. hands down Ooh, man. coming on Throwing its thousandth chapter Oh, take it's the number one selling. Look at it. The numbers do not lie. Um, and uh, it's great. I just really enjoyed it because, again, the thousands chapter were on, uh, it's coming in like two weeks or two more coming. And it, it's really cool because my son can play it with me. My wife thinks it's way too violent. I'm like, ah, it's pretty cartoony. And it's just a beat em up. Like, <laughs> it, it reminds me of Dynasty Warriors are the evolution of Final Fights. I've talked about that for a long time. But what's really cool is they've, cut a lot of the weight of the story because if you did the whole story arc and story mode it'd be a it'd be kind of it'd be dragged out because again it's 900 chapters the story of the main the manga right not like, yeah the, the game has story yeah the game has a story okay. mode where it's a, it's the top like six manga arcs right so they take an arc and they put it in six levels and then the current arc that they're on is called wano right for people that are following it and it's like this land where there's a big bad guy it's one of the warlords of the sea and they put in subtitles there it's like game version so the game version is very different than the manga version because the manga version is not finished but they also do this little like subcategory where it's called treasure mode where they're like oh hey you have to fight these two guys that hate each other and these three armies at the same time and they're powered up so they give them like different power ups to make them stronger for the level, or you have to go and uh, do 
little capture quests for the level and it, it's it's just fun like i can go in and do a level in eight minutes and then i can perk my character there's a whole character grid where it's like oh i want to give him more attack i want to give him more stamina i want to give him more health and they have a good cast there's like 50 60 characters right now and you have to unlock them which i enjoy. do you think people who don't like dynasty warriors would be interested in this mm. game I think if you like beat 'em ups, you could like this game. And if you like One Piece, you could like this game. If you do not like Dynasty Warrior games because of it's the same game every time, or I've been there, done that. If you don't like it because of the gameplay, no. If you like the Dynasty Warrior feel and gameplay in that motion, this is a cool new experience for it. And you can get like a quick synopsis of One Piece if you're always been interested. Like, dude, a thousand episodes is a lot to dip my toes in, but I want to get the bridge version. This is a really great way to do that. And then it might make you go watch the anime or read the manga, right? That's basically my goal. Are you saying this is a gateway game? This is a gateway to One Piece, right? This is a slow drip. It is me getting anybody hooked on One Piece. Dude, I'm staying away from the gateway games. That's that's my 2021 resolution. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I bought it first on sale at, over Black Friday because it was on eShop for like 25 bucks. I was like, done doing it. I've been waiting for it to drop. And I was like, yes, 50% off. Susha! Took that. <laughs> But, Dude, you got to get those deals. And then other times you just have to buy the new hotness, which yes. potentially could be the greatest game to release in the last week. Or it could be considered the worst abomination launch of all time. And that is Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> um, I think it's a trash game because you can only have one wang and you need to have multiple wangs. That's is, just me is, personally. Is that the bar for like how you're rating games now? Can I have two? No. Trash. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. How many wangs can I have? How many residual barley parts? What do you know about Pokemon that I don't, then? Uh, what do I know about Pokemon? Pokemon does not have Never wangs. <laughs> Maybe he does it in... I think he thinks about it in aggregate. I'm just right? wondering... So he's got, like, six Pokemon in his in his pocket, so that equals six wangs. wangs. Yeah. So. Dude, there's 900 Pokemon. There's 900 different wangs. He just, he just names every one of his Pokemon. You just name every one of your Pokemon wang. No, you name every one of your Pokemon Magikarp, so then when you battle someone, they're like, oh, Magikarp's coming, and then boom, it's Mewtwo. That's the pro move. Oh, pro. Pro <laughs> move. Pro move. Yeah, that's the troll. But anyway, Doctor Doctor Z got Cyber twenty twenty seventy seven <laughs> on release date, I do believe, and you're playing yep, it on right. a console, correct? Yes, I'm playing it on the Xbox Series X. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't pay full price. Thank you, Target, for your uh, buy buy two get one free. So I cleaned up there. That's how I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Yakuza, and Cyberpunk. That's, that's beautiful. Nice. I don't want to say I'm a deal master, but I mean the proof is in the pudding. Well, now I wouldn't say you're the deal master either because how many copies of Yakuza Like a Dragon did you get? I uh, don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. About that. Sometimes, that was a misclick. Sometimes you that gotta you gotta shuffle. You know, you, you don't know what the best deal is at that moment. You gotta yes, <laughs> yes, time yes, going. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, but I've been playing Cyberpunk, and it's it's a really interesting game. I think it's hard to kind of talk about because there's a lot going on there um, especially like mm-hmm. in the the context of what's happening with the game writ large right like pc versus console um but we can talk about that here in a little Maybe, bit yeah. i'll i'll just kind of give you a brief uh rundown of my thoughts so i think we all kind of know the general synopsis of the story right 
your dude, your V, you're living in 2077. Life is maybe sweet, maybe not. Um, you were like the the but, bionicle man, right? Like they will rebuild it. This is the well, million dollar man. Right. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, from my understanding, is a tabletop game originally, right? That was what it's all based off as a, as a tabletop RPG. And so are you playing the character from the like lore of that? Or is this like a new fleshed out storyline? Because I know there's... I have certain... absolutely no idea. <laughs> you have no idea? Okay, that's interesting. Because I don't know that. That's what I'm curious about. So you are a techno-human in the year 20, 2077, right? <laughs> yes, this is all yeah. I know. So... So it's a it's an interesting world. Um, I okay. Oh, it's a prequel. It's a prequel to the tabletop. That's what it's supposed to. There you be. go. Okay. There you go. So maybe you are playing a character from the tabletop, just like yeah, yeah. His early <laughs> days. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Shelby's not having it. Um, Yo, it's like the sequel to this game is a board game. I would be so disappointed. Yeah. So you're <laughs> dropped in this world, uh, and it's. Filled with just like lights and sounds, um, I, I feel like I felt overwhelmed when I first started. But then, as you get going, you realize that oh, this world really isn't all that fleshed out, right? Like it's not alive mm. in the way that other RPGs are, like Red Dead, right? Like I don't feel like any of the characters, the NPCs walking around, really have like lives of their own. They're just kind of like set pieces. Most of the buildings you can't go into. Oh, that sucks. I don't like that for that, how big that world's supposed to be. Yeah. But, okay. So, as you progress, right, like, uh, you begin the game by picking one of three different, like, beginning chapters, kind of like Dragon Age Origins. Um, And they have some effect on your character, but it's a pretty short, like, run-through, like, maybe an hour or two to get used to the systems. Um, but it seems to affect your, your dialogue choices. So then you're dropped into the world. Right. Eventually mm-hmm. you uh, meet Keanu Reeves, and that's where the game really starts to open up. And they give you a lot of flexibility on like where you go next, what you do, so you definitely do not need to follow the storyline. And it seems pretty... I, I, from how long to be, it's short, and that seems to be tracking with my experience too. But as you're running around, like, from the jump, you're just bombarded with calls and texts and, like, quests on quests on quests on quests. So it is just like the real world. And then... Like, yeah. I can't walk anywhere without being... My, my phone going off. Ba-doo, ba-doo, ba-doo. Just distracted. Exactly. It's like, hey, we need somebody to go track this down. Oh, there's a gang fight over here. Oh, you don't know me yet, but you're going to. Do you want to buy a car? And you're like, dog, I'm just trying to, like, complete one mission. Yeah. Um, the game itself, like, I'm really enjoying it. I, I feel sucked in. I'm loving just kind of running around and, and doing all the side quests. But I'm not finding it to be, like, something super special. Like, it, it is a solid RPG, but it doesn't seem like you're doing too many things that are that different, right? Like, th- there's nothing that's really breaking the mold. Um, I've also ran into a whole bunch of bugs. <laughs> so, yeah, I've had people falling through the floors. Um, I've ran into issues where I couldn't complete or start quests because it just wouldn't pop. Um, I've r- ran into cars spawning on top of other cars, just like dropping from outer oh, space and crushing bad. a car. Um, so there's been a handful of times that I've had to restart the game. 
And I've kind of just learned to do like old school RPG save every five minutes sort of thing because you never know when you're gonna get a car uh, dropped on you, hit by one of those right. bugs. Ac- exactly, it, a random car falls on you from the Acme sky. Style. Or, yeah, just like real yeah. life. Or, Watch out for dropping cars. Oh yeah, like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yeah, so it really feels like it's like different parts. Uh, like like it's a, a Frankenstein sort of game where there's a lot of driving, right? Like that's your main mode of transportation. And that pull feels pulled out of GTA, right? Like you're driving the streets. Uh, if you run people over, you get like a, a warrant level. The cops come for you, right? Whoa. Yeah, you steal cars. The whole whole shebang, right? But also... Do you get to like walk up to a box and swear at it to get toilet paper? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you could probably hack the toilet paper box and then have it shoot out toilet paper to distract your enemies. That's Demolition a Man style. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's got that. Also, the like exploration of the world feels a lot like Fallout. Like Fallout Four, I've definitely had points mm-hmm. where I'm like, "Oh damn, I'm in a Fallout game." Because you're wandering around just picking up everything. I'm picking up cigarette lighters. I'm picking up baseball cards. Just like random trash all over. And so that gives it this really just wonky feel, which I think almost kind of fits with the the cyberpunk the 2077 the like body modification and updating right like you yourself are just kind of like a hodgepodge of parts and that kind of feels like what the game is in parts as well so uh, one other thing is the gunplay right because it's like it's a first person shooter essentially um but i don't really find the the gunplay super compelling um i'm I would describe it as being similar to like Wolfenstein. Um, it just doesn't seem like it's very fluid. And I, I think some of that has to do with the fact that uh, CD Projekt Red just doesn't have a lot of experience doing shooters, right? Like this isn't a Witcher third person view game. And it seems to be missing some of the things that I need playing like FPSs, which I don't do very often, right? Like that's not my bread and butter, but it's so easy to just swoop past people and it's really difficult to get an aim on folks uh that's improved a little bit as i've gotten better guns and better sights but it's still like it it is not destiny that's for sure so i have two questions for you okay the first being you buying it on a deal do you think that because of you getting in the deal that that price for the current product you have is the price that you should pay for it uh yeah yeah so for, for me i'm giving CD Projekt Red the benefit of the doubt because all of the community work that they did with The Witcher. Okay. Right? Right. They supported that long term. They yes. did a lot of free DLC, paid DLC. Like, they put in the work. Mm-hmm. And while there's definitely been some missteps here that we can talk about, I I still have faith in them that they'll make this right. That this is going to, right, like, how long has The Witcher been out? You know, like seven years. It just got released on Switch a, a year or two ago. Right. Like this is going to have a long tail. I think they're going to have a lot of mm-hmm. DLC, so they have that incentive to fix all these things. So I haven't run into anything that's just like straight up stopped me from playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of seeing it as, as a long term investment. Like I'm going to run through it once now, not spend too much time on it, and then I'll come back in, uh, you know, a few months when more more things are ironed out. My second question, do you think they should have delayed it one more time? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I I think so too. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of leads us into the news. Let's get to the big three. The big three news. The 
So, CD Projekt Red uh, has basically come out and said that they apologize for the game landing half-baked and are offering refunds for game glitches. This uh, story comes from the New York Times. It runs through some of the disappointment that gamers were experiencing via this thing landing hot is how I would describe it. Um, they say they're sorry. Um, you know, they're doing their best to fix it. This article also talks sure. about um, them releasing on all the different consoles, which is kind of troublesome. I think they that may have overwhelmed them a little bit. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, PC, Stadia, and a host of other places. So it's a, it's a lot for them to kind of chew, and I think that it's too bad that they have to make these kind of apologies. But... I also I, think that the yeah. game that they're trying to release is pretty ambitious in comparison to a lot of different titles out there. So I, while I'm saying that I give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Like there was some, mm-hmm. some underhanded shady stuff going on where they weren't giving reviewers console copies of the game. It was only PC. Oh, really? Yeah. So all the footage that you saw was also supplied by them. They didn't let reviewers use in-game footage. It had to be B-roll that they gotcha. gave them. So they definitely sure. painted this game in a like, extremely right, positive right, right. light, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense given how much money they've spent on marketing for this thing. But it definitely did not portray or give the reviewers the ability to to say what it was actually like on um, like the PS4 point, and the Xbox um, One. They have sold 8 million pre-orders of this game which is pretty significant 59% of four of those were from were, me were they really you, you bought it three times prior to <laughs> <laughs> tell me more uh, 59% of those sales were on PC and 41% were on consoles I think it's worth noting that if you do check out the Metacritic score on this game like I did this morning uh, it's kind of around 90% on PC and it's closer to like 60 or 70 for Xbox and PlayStation 5, which I thought was pretty interesting. I feel like the move would have been not to apologize, just to fix it. Like, you bury your head in the sand, do what No Man's Sky did, you go silent, and you just fix it. They're going to bring on more problems now, and obviously they're doing refunds because if, if the in my mind, you're getting refunds because the game's broken, right? Like, you're not able to play because of the product we made, so you are showing us... Like, I want to know the people that got refunds, what was it that their game was doing that entitled them to that, right? Which is fine if that's their decision. But you're opening a floodgate there. Secondly, maybe they should have said for the release date, hey, this is going to be a new console on December 10th. Like, this will come on Xbox X, PS5, and PC. You're going to wait for our port for a year for PS4, PS5, or PS4, Xbox One. Because, again, it's a new cycle console. I think they're trying to appease too many people. And currently, because of COVID, I get people financially. There's not enough consoles. I get all that. But you can't, like, shoot the moon always. It, it goes back to you have to – I'd rather you undersell me and over-deliver than oversell me and under-deliver. But I think I think they're in a no-win situation with this. Yeah, like, absolutely. They, they, can't, they have done – three Witcher games, not including the side projects that they've done for the Witcher series, right? right? Which also, I imagine, fleshes out that world even more. But I guess my point is, is like they've taken years and years to perfect that Witcher model. And it definitely peaked at Witcher 3 into something that no one saw coming. For sure. Well, now they've released this cool 
trailer coming off of Witcher 3 success, and I think they're in a no-win situation. It very much does remind me of No Man's Sky, um, just because the expectations were so over the top for this game. Um, I have the Metacritic up currently, and for PC, this title's at 89, and for PlayStation 5 and Xbox, it's closer to 55. For, so, well, for PS5? PS4, I'm sorry, PS4, 52, Xbox, 55 is what I'm seeing. Yikes. Yeah, I think from from what I've been seeing from some of the new reviews that have been going around, it seems like people are conflating the mm. new gen consoles with the old ones. Um, like all, I think all, pretty much all of the like serious issues that I've read about, right? Like severe frame frame rate drops down to like 10 or crashing or locking up your box or whatever. Like those sorts of things are PS4 or Xbox One related. And it doesn't seem right, to be as prevalent right. on the newer generation consoles. And also like Casey, to your point, like this was announced when the Xbox True. 360 oh, really? that far back? was out. True. So Wow. Yeah, like twenty twelve. So it's like Yeah. We're going three generations and I can definitely see why they would choose to to make it cross generation. Right. Kinda like what Nintendo did with like Wind Waker to GameCube, you know what I'm talking about? And uh or Twilight Twilight Princess. Yeah. On GameCube. Yes. Yeah. I've been burned twice by that and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Skyward Sword. And yeah. I you know, yeah. It's it's a sad state of affairs. At least at least they didn't do what Nintendo did and release it like two weeks earlier on the brand new system. And then make all the people with the old system wait to get it to generate console sales. So, but to Nintendo's credit, they did that because maybe they needed to, and maybe that's what Project Red should have done. Because then they wouldn't release a broken product. Because the product you played on the GameCube and the product you played on Wii were not broken. Two weeks, two weeks isn't going to fix this game. No, I guarantee. Not it. saying that. Not saying that. They need uh, a year. And and I think like. What what I'm what I'm I guess disappoint not disappointed in, but I want to know if this is a good game. Yeah. In other words, like bugs aside, once this thing is polished and ready right. to go, is this a good game? And I feel like right now there is so much news and hubbub about it being broken that it's hard right. to really tell if it's a good game. And I think that's one thing that the internet really like brings out their pitchforks for is like this game is broken. I paid for it. You know, let's let's make a big deal about it. At the end of the day, if Cyberpunk's a good game, we know CD Projekt is going to support this game in one way or another. So if there's a good game there, you're going to see it polished and get better and better as the months continue to, to move forward. Yeah, and I I mean, for my part, I think it is a good game. I think there is a good game buried in there besides all the funny glitches and restart-worthy glitches. Like, the, the loop is good. The main characters that you meet the way that things unfold it's it's solid um it's also dark (laughs) like uh, oh really yeah it has a super dark tone a lot of the people that you're talking to are in like pretty messed up situations and i think that that's portrayed in a way that you don't often see in video games it is dystopian future i I mean i'm not surprised by that you know what isn't going to be broken though the new the new need for speed or dirt or F1, a project of burnout. Oh yeah. EA is buying racing dev Codemaster for 1.2 billion. Dr. Evil pinky in my mouth. 
dollars. I these billion. acquisitions this year, like it's insane. The billions, the new million dollars, right? Like people are now just like, oh, I'm buying it for a billion. It's insane how this is inflated. And I was thinking about this today. I, you know, with movies, with movie theaters dying, like video games might take over as the premier. I mean, there's always going to be actors and acting, but I think video games are going to be your more higher grossing than movies in the long run. Yeah, they I are. Think they, they already are. are. The You're absolutely right. Yeah, but I think. Maybe they're just going to be even more mainstream. Because I always felt like, it's not fringe. I think a lot of people like video games. But I think that this is just showing like the money that is in video games that how many people are gamers. And I'm good for EA. Now they've got all the racing games under one roof. Hopefully they can use that money to maybe fix Madden and their other broken products. But The significance of this purchase, of EA purchasing Codemasters, is that many of the popular franchises are all going to be under one studio. Or not one studio, but under the EA banner, if you will. One roof. So Dirt, Dirt Rally, Grid, F1, Project Cars, Burnout, and Need for Speed. Um, are all one entity, or to some extent, under one entity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is uh, pretty yeah. significant. I am kind of surprised that EA is making this purchase, but at the same time, it's going to be... I, I feel like this is a this is kind of EA coming out and saying, hey, we're here, we're not going anywhere. Because the EA catalog being added to the Game Pass catalog has been like, okay, where are you going, EA? And now that they are purchasing these racing games, it almost makes me feel like they're just testing the waters with this pass, and they're here to continue to uh, be an entity in the gaming space. When I think of racing games, I think of Forza and Gran Turismo, right? Those are like your two big, that's your big guys, right? Those are your big dogs. I think EA is trying to get their leg or their into that game and say, hey, this is our product, and we're going to merge all of these games that we made before And what they're actually going to do is they're going to go to the vault and they're finally going to take out Road Rash or Road Rage (laughs) and Road Rash and make that. Uh, No, I... Project Cars, a Road Rash edition. Yeah! Yeah. I will play that a ton. I mean, these are some heavy... These are some heavy hitting franchises. It seems like a good move. Um, Like, race car players are a dedicated fan base. My biggest concern is that they just pull an EA, right? Like... Oh yeah, and just be like, yeah, we own it and don't do anything with it. Yeah, yeah. well, either yeah. either that or uh, more likely, it's just going to be filled. It's going to be turned into a game as service, right? Like we're going to have yeah. way more seasons. You're going to have more uh, like per- purchasable in-game content, things like that. You get a microtransaction. You get a microtransaction. You get a mi- yeah microtransactions for everybody. I don't want that either i get yeah. that and I especially that. like like uh project cars and f1 to some extent like those are enthusiast games right mm-hmm. like those right like project cars especially is a sim it's it is not an arcader like you have to know what you're doing no. you are tuning so i wonder what that looks like under ea's it's very niche yeah, yeah under EA's tutelage. And I think there's a market for an arcade-based racer. It seems like every time one comes yeah. out, it doesn't quite hit the mark. I mean, I have very fond memories of Burnout, and if there was like a Burnout game where you could just go and wreck cars on the road, I would really enjoy it. As you know, I played Forza yeah. Horizon 4 this this last year and enjoyed that quite a bit, yeah. and that was much more arcadey than any game that I've played in the Forza franchise before, which I enjoyed, but I still think you could go more arcadey with a racing game and have a space in the market. Speaking of EA EA and things, I was really happy on the Game Awards because we finally had the Game Awards, our final news story, and they announced Dragon Age 
the new one four, right? Dude, let's 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 just run through this like like top to bottom. I'm so game. first thing I want to I'm say game. is we were definitely wrong. Last of Us Two took game of the year. Yeah, dude. I was yes, eating crow there. Dude. What were you guys thinking? What were you guys thinking? I was thinking of how divisive it was, and that might be it. I don't know. And ultimately, I didn't play the game. So if the gameplay is good, that's got to take it. I saw a lot of love for Hades, and there was a lot of really good games on that list. And I figured that might sway people. I know Polygon, so what's Polygon the... put out this week that uh, Hades yeah, was their game. I, I mean, so that's up there for me, too. That's definitely in my top, probably three. But Shelby, what's the Metacritic of Dude, The Last of Us 2? Let me find it for us. Um, uh, yeah, it, for us to like cast judgment on those games, none of which I played, I was like, uh, yeah. The Metascore from Critics is 93. The user score is 5.7. And granted, they got user score bombed, right? They got review bombed for that because there's a lot of Proud Boys out there that live, like, troglodytes just living in their basements, you know? With the awards comes a bunch of announcements. The Game Awards 2020. And I would like to say that, let's just run through these. Perfect Dark. A new Perfect Dark coming from (laughs) Microsoft. I was pumped to see that. I'm Love excited. Perfect Dark in 64, best version, hands down. Not any other after. Yeah. Uh, Sephiroth will be in coming to Smash Bros. Bro, that blew my mind. Yeah. So that was a really good trailer. You see Mario getting stabbed in it. Which I'm just is messed up. Wait, wasn't it on his collar? It was on Yeah, his... it was Cook. It was Hook. They turned it. But that's like, that's their play on the very famous spoiler of him and like back in the day killing you know who. And, Sephiroth uh, is my favorite villain if I played Smash Bros. Yeah. I'd be stoked about this. I will. I mean, honestly, seeing this, I was like, maybe I will get Smash Bros. You should just to play. Dude, this this trailer got me to boot up Smash Bros. with my kids for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you trying to yeah. get, take some L's here? For <laughs> I, I we mean, can play? <laughs> you know, I'm not very good, but I'm just so You're excited they You're finally have. I'm just excited that they finally have a character with a sword <laughs> in Smash Bros. Yes, I've never been done. Never been. Done. It's a really long one too. I'm hyped too that we finally get one more Final Fantasy song in the soundtrack minus the battle theme. Like when you got Cloud, you got two songs, and Final Fantasy VII's album is great. If you want to listen to a beautiful video game soundtrack, Final Fantasy VII is one of the top. And uh, I, I'm pumped that for that. And he's going to be so OP to start. So if you want to play and get into Smash and want to feel like a god, play him because he will be broken for at least a month. Uh, Master Chief is coming to Fortnite. Who's excited? Yay. Okay, moving on. Bioware showed a brief uh, trailer from Dragon Age 4. Kratos is in uh, Fortnite, Fortnite. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soon everything will be in Ooh, Fortnite. Oh, let me go, let me go. Uh, Kylo Ren is in Fortnite. <laughs> Yay. Uh, the Hulk is in Fortnite. Yay. I think Yay. everybody's in Fortnite. I mean, eventually they're just No gonna... Nintendo characters yet, though. Oh, really? They're Not holding yet. out. Who, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Oh, I think eventually Fortnite's going to throw enough money at Nintendo. They're going to be like, all right, sure, here you go. But which character? Oh, which Mario. character do you think they'll buy? They would buy Mario, for sure. I think it'd be Link. What, what's the hat's Ooh. name? Flappy? Cappy. Cappy. Cappy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to get Cappy. That would be the best Nintendo move. <laughs> no, no, they get a knockoff Cappy. Here's Flappy <laughs> for Fortnite. <laughs> Oh, Flappy, I wish. a new challenger approaches. <laughs> Flappy comes to Fortnite. <laughs> There's your episode yeah. title. Um, Bioware, <laughs> Flappy joins yes. the battle. Um, Bioware shores, shows the brief Dragon Age 4 very, cinematic. Which, very excited. 
I'm very it, excited. But this was rumored to be gameplay at some yeah. point, right? So that's that's a little too bad. But did that one get you excited, Doctor oh, yeah. Z? It gave me the tingles all over. I I love Dragon Age. Uh, actually, I booted I, I booted up I, I booted up oranges a little bit ago. Did you? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's it's a core game. The, yeah, it's part of the like backwards compatible uh, collection. So I did like did it on my current gen Xbox and everything. And I just love that world, and I'm ready for a new one, and hopefully a new direction. So um, they also announced Mass Effect will continue. Teaser trailer, not no no gameplay, but I would I would do another Mass Effect. Let's go. Did you play on Andromeda? No, I did not. I played Mass Effect two, and that's the only one that you, anybody needs to play because it it's the best one, and it's great, a great game. I will stand by that. Um, I also am excited. You know, I don't like jump scare games. I'm not. I don't like horror in general. I just like the world's scary enough that it is. But that Callisto project or protocol that was coming out from the Dead Space creators and Dead Space has you know the famous like needle in the eye thing which makes my skin crawl. They make good. They make good. They do yes. that brand and that yes. genre so well. So people that are into that jump scare have to be hyped. I'm shocked they didn't bring back Dead Space because Mm -hmm. that thing has name recognition. I think it was critically, maybe it wasn't as successful as they hoped it would be. It didn't feel like. And that third one was a, didn't, it went on a little too long. I think it, it peaked at Dead Space 2, which was my favorite in the in the series. And I didn't even get all the way number through number three. But I'm right. surprised this is a whole nother title rather than Dead Space. That right. was surprising to me. You know who publishes Dead Space? Uh, yeah. 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 But it's um it's the same creator. Hmm. It's the same uh Whoa, this this article says apparently set in the PUBG okay. universe. All right. That's weird. I don't know. What? Now, the other thing that's interesting, the new uh, art survived, evolved. I don't know if you guys saw that trip with Vin Diesel. So I want Sean's opinion on Vin Diesel being added to art. So apparently Vin Diesel is a big time arc player. He has a thousand hours blog on the So he's a big nerd. Like he loves D and D. Oh yeah, he's he's like king of the nerd herd. Yeah, openly admitted. But he has a thousand hours on Ark, so he's like an Ark fanatic. And Sean has a big Ark server. He was up today working on it. Like I, I was looking on Discord this morning, and he was in there. He's having some issues on it. But if you want to get into a good Ark server, I'll have Sean share that out. Uh, that game, Ark, something I could maybe get into. I don't know, dude. We got to get. We need something. We got to get Vin Diesel to join a server. Yes, Vin Diesel. <laughs> For real. My time with Ark was making the biggest character that I could, like so big he wouldn't fit in homes. And I have no idea how you integrate like a story with that. Like I'm, I'm interested to see what that looks like. Like what Vin Diesel and right. Arc Two looks like. I, I, it was a weird one. But the other interesting thing about that is that's a now a Microsoft product. Microsoft's making that an exclusive. You know, like they're making that pivot. Like they're gonna have some titles that you can only yeah, get on Microsoft. Get. Um, the open road was announced from the makers of Gone Home and Tacoma. It looks like a road trip series. My sister will love that game season that looks like a nice like layback in relax game um, um yeah disco elysium is getting a final cut update which is going to be completely voice acted i am stoked which for that. i want to play this game now like once that final cut comes out i will play this game i'm right there with you i'm i've been watching this one for a while and this is going to be the thing yeah. that brings me to actually click the buy button See that the other game that interests me. There's two on here. That that Disco Legion, I've heard Warframe. I always hear about, which is a free to play game, I believe. Right? Yeah, you trying to do some Warframe? 
I I don't know. It looks kind of cool. You let me know. I've got a character. Oh, do you? Okay. Wait, we'll talk. But the other one that really interests me is the um, the dragon flying multiplayer game. What was that? The what did I see? Sentry: Ages Ashes. It is a dogfight multiplayer dragon flying game, kind of like Panzer Dragoon. But I I love like I love old school N sixty four Star Fox. I am looking for a dogfight flying game, and I think with a dragon aesthetic that might that might be right up my alley. There's dragons. Yeah. It, it looks like there's. There's a handful of other announcements here. I mean, nothing else in here really piques my interest. Um, if you guys want to take any of those, you're welcome to. I would just like to say uh, big ups to Among Us. Uh, we're in the Seattle area. They're a Seattle-based developer. And um, they got some serious kudos. I think they won like Multiplayer Game of the Year in terms of the Game Awards. Um, it's cool to see such a small team get such huge accolades. So shout out to those guys. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, and they're on the Switch now. They just got on the Switch this week. Oh, that cool. That was the thing. Nintendo did a bunch of indies today. And they announced that at the very end. And they pivoted into it. So I, I'm really proud of that game. And I like that they didn't make a second one. I like that they're like, oh, we're just going to focus on this and push this product. Yeah, they're just like, here's a new map. Enjoy. I thought it was I thought it was really well done and it was a humble experience when they were accepting their awards. That was cool. Yeah. And that being on Nintendo, it made me think, so we're gonna move into our final segment, yay or nay. It used to be buy or sell, and my friends here explained to me that that made no sense because these aren't stocks. So we rebranded it to I'm going to give them an idea and they're gonna say yay, they buy it or nay, they think it's bad, right? Go ahead. I saw something on your lips, Shelby. Let, let it flow. What are you going to say? Bye, 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 oh, bye. Sell, sell, sell. I want it to be like, I want it to be like Sean's. <laughs> Yay or nay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to get the auto tune. I know, I know. Yay or nay. <laughs> no, we'll get, I'll get him to record that for me. We'll good, get that in. So, all right. The first yay or nay. As we're talking about Among Us having Nintendo, I think Nintendo's going to make some big moves this year, and I want to see if you guys say yay or nay to this. Does Nintendo drop a upgraded Switch version in 2021? 100%. I'm yay as well. They're definitely going to drop something. I mean, it's been... uh, When did that first one launch? I mean, not too long ago. I want to say 2016. 2016. 2016. Then they did a a half-step upgrade, what, last year? No. Sorry, 2017. 2017. They didn't even do a half step. It was just a, if you buy this version, the battery's better. Yeah, and I think there's some internals too. Like it was a new new screen, new battery, which is normal, right? Like once once, uh, the manufacturing gets to a place where you can start to decrease the cost and introduce some new parts. But they did release the Switch Lite, right? Wasn't that last year? That's true. And that's just a handheld version. But I'm talking a traditional... You can plug it in your dock, improve Switch that maybe is bigger, like a, a Switch XL. Like we think of the 3DS XL, something bigger, yep. something better. Your Switch oh, XL will finally get a dock. <laughs> I want it to stay the same size, mm-hmm. just more powerful. But also, same. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there, that Nintendo does not do a great job of supporting their like mid-generation upgrades with games. Yeah. So you think about the last 3DS, right? Uh, what the new 3DS XL, right? It's got yeah, all the yeah. new, all the new horsepower. It's got an extra mm-hmm. stick. And how many games were exclusive to that? Two, like three? three, yeah. yeah. 
I, I don't think it would need new games. I think their whole game now is, hey, we'll just take games that are big on PC and let's squish it down and put it on our console and people can play it, which is great. And I love that they're doing that. We're giving you a handheld. I just don't want a stronger handheld. But I, I see that coming near the end of twenty mid to late 2021. I've been having that feeling. We'll go back to Cyberpunk. To make this right, do you think Cyberpunk Red makes all Cyberpunk DLC free to make up for its poor launch? Oh, I think they each cut no. off the thumb on their left hand. Wow. Okay. Just like John Wick. Yeah. Okay. And then they okay. ship it around the world. And then they go and like visit it to mm-hmm. see their dedication to the fans. Right. No, because what you need to do is you need to get a thumb of a CD Projekt Red employee and then put it on your horse and ride around as a trophy. Yeah, if you want to, if you okay. if you want to get the final achievement unlocked. Right, right. CD Projekt Red developer thumb. In the, boop, boop. the achievement's called... Thumbs up. Yes, the achievement's called thumbs up. Achievement <laughs> thumbs up. I like that. But no, do you think that would be a fair versus the... If they give everybody a refund, it's going to be a slippery slope and bad for their in-game. I think that if they say, hey, in the next two years, all DLC is going to be free. Definitely not going to give away their they gave some of it. There, um, there was I some think that DLC. they will. Um, but didn't they with the Witcher? Like cosmetic sort of stuff, if I remember correctly. But the actual okay. expansions were paid expansions. Like they supported the game, they threw in more content, um, they added some quests here and there, and then they had paid DLC following that game in two different expansion packs. Um, I think that they are going to support the game and make it right. And the thing about Witcher 3 is by the end of that cycle before they started releasing expansion packs and DLC, they had already made it right and gone above and beyond. I think they'll do that again here, but I think there's going to come a time where they charge for another storyline within that universe. So I don't think they're going to say I'm going to give it all away. Casey, I would I would not be surprised uh, if they do give away like the first chunk for free, mm-hmm. like maybe they were planning on charging it, but they'll give it away for free, or at least say they were going to charge for it to get some more of that goodwill back. Um, so I think I'm a, a nay on on. And this I one. would also like to say, playing Valhalla, Valhalla AC Valhalla just came out, and when you lock into there, it's like buy our DLC, and it's like, dude, you just released this. Ubisoft like, come on. does that all the time. The, Dude, they do it with Just Dance. They do it with the South Park Fractured But Whole game. That totally turned me off. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, the fact that one of the like spotlights when you open up the game is like more purchasable content coming soon. Like, <laughs> okay, I'll mark my calendar, guys. Bad. No, I want to spray him with the squirt bottle. I want to spray him with the squirt bottle. Bad. Yeah. Bad. No. Okay, our final one. That I had for you. Last week, apparently, Disney announced all the movies and all the content coming to their platform. And they announced there's going to be 10 new Marvel shows and I think 15 or 10 new Star Wars shows as well. So, my question for you, yay or nay, the Marvel shows will do better and have a higher audience rating than the Mm. Star Wars shows. That's a big fat nay. No way. (laughs) No way. Mm. Uh, Dude. Star, I, gonna, Star Wars has done Shelby? so well with Mandalorian that if they can keep that caliber of show, 
I think they will surpass Marvel because everyone loves Star Wars. And then a lot of these Marvel guys are like, oh, superheroes are no, so No, no, not old. everyone loves Star Wars. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's one person right here that does not love Star Wars. He's I mean, okay with it. Dave, Dave Filoni has been doing the Lord's work with Star Wars. Yeah, Mandalorian does. I, I'm interested in Mandalorian, but... Him and John Favreau, right? Like, who's the other big hand in this? You don't sh- think Favreau's gonna get his oh, hands he's on some got, Marvel? He's, he's the Iron the, Man. The Marvel. He's all over that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could I'm, do whatever I, he wants. It's true. They get they get Star Wars and what it is, and I think that there's gonna be some duds in that Marvel lineup. I think that people are gonna have a hard time grasping. Uh, yeah, vision. but I mean, if yeah. we're talking duds and franchises, let's talk about Star Wars for a hot <laughs> second, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like. Like, ah, you want to talk about duds? I mean, about episode seven, eight, <laughs> listen, and nine. Listen, we all have our Thor two moment, okay? We all have that moment. Wow, words. Yes, we all have Ben Affleck Daredevil moment. Oh, uh, that's not but in universe. That's I'm not hoping they'll bring back. I'm sorry. I know. I'm hoping they bring back the Daredevil show. Dude, Marvel there's rumors Netflix, of Charlie weird. Cox being in Spider Man three, and if. Yes. Well, That'd be dude, crazy. No, the new big rumors, and it's been confirmed, uh, Toby Maguire's in it. It's I think they're going full Spider-Verse, like, with it, and they're bringing all the old Spider-Man in it. So there's, like, Toby Maguire Spider-Man. There's the, the guy from Social Network Spider-Man. I can't think of his name ever. That's crazy. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Great. But how many of those have Hayden Christensen? I am excited <laughs> okay. for Hayden to be back. That's true. I read that, and Ewan McGregor said he's on too, right? And he's, he's got his own. Thing. He, he's got his own limited series. Yeah, yeah. The boys are back Obi-Wan. in town. I, I'm kind of into that idea. I like Obi Wan's a cool character. I do like Clone Wars. I have openly said that, and I think hearing Ewan McGregor say, "I really enjoyed this project because it brought me back to Hayden Christensen," that was like a quote going on. I was like, "Okay, weird, Phoenix, but all right." I watched a stinger uh, from one of the guys in Rogue One who's coming back for another movie like in that universe. And mm-hmm. it's all about how it's like a passion project. Everyone loves it. And I'm like, damn, that got me right in the feels. Okay. I'm, I'm back on board. And they just have to write the ship because the last three movies turn. It, it really did. It, it, it split the, the fandom. Dude, yeah, the movies are trash. like hands down. Wow. Mandalorian is one of the best series I've seen in years and years. And I think it may have rescued or put that Star Wars universe on the right track for success. Now, if you compare... So, what, but yay or nay for Marvel, though? Which which will have high, which will be higher rated, Marvel or Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's yeah, which such a hard question to answer. Because I feel like what's going to happen is... No, it's not. No, it's not. Higher rated? Pick one. Don't, don't oh, do Star Wars. Yeah. And here's why. Because wow. Star Wars has been so low for a while that they're going to have this rise in content. People are going to be like, this is amazing. Whereas Marvel mm. has just taken no. over the world with Thanos. And now they have this lull and COVID hit and completely destroyed their rebuild. So now everyone's going to poo-poo Marvel for about five or ten years. And then they're going to build it, build it back. Yeah, they're going to poo-poo it after they see the Winter Soldier. Dude, the Winter show. Soldier. And they're going to be like, it's going to be red. <laughs> here's here's what I'm actually the most hyped for in that. Fantastic Four is in that universe. Oh no! No 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 no! 
I've been. I'm a Fantastic Four fan. Like a canonical comic book, Fantastic Four are great characters. Those movies have not been great, but the Fantastic Four and for the Infinity Wars and Civil War and all that are very important. The Thing is a great superhero. I, I get that. I want them to make the Fantastic Four cool and awesome again. And oh, they I'm will. Hoping that is my last hope. If, if Disney can't do it with their billions and billions of dollars and planning and lore making. Well, I don't know who I can, mean, and I'm I mean, give up the on Marvel, the Fantastic Four. The Marvel Universe is pretty good on the whole, but they've had some really bad movies and bad series. Like, if you want to watch a really mm-hmm. bad Marvel show, go and watch Inhumans. Because, oh my gosh, that oh, was painful. Bad? Yeah. And they totally ruined Black Bolt. Okay. Black it's... Bolt's kind of a cool character if you know comics. But um, they totally yeah. messed them up in, in that show, it felt like. Well, what's the one they're making a movie with the guy from uh, Silicon Valley? The um, isn't that the with Thomas Middleditch? <laughs> no, no, the the uh, Kamal. The, oh, Nanjiani. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, one of the yes. eternal Eternals, I think. Yeah. Uh, Eternals. I'm actually. I'm, a, I'm yeah. curious to see the that. The Internals is it, a completely different movie. Don't Google it. <laughs> oh, Externals. Externals. And then the X Men have to be coming around the corner, right? Like they've got to get. I don't know. I or mean, they have them, right? You it's all on Disney that, Plus. I think it's like a three to five year plan that they released, and there is no X Men on there. Now they could totally bait and switch some of those titles, but I there's no X Men on that projection. Yeah, if only I mean, they can get old man Hugh Jackman to play Logan. That's that's all no, I want. You Logan gotta let you gotta let Logan sail into the sunset, man. It's over. I know. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with that going away. Like being that's that was a great wrap yeah. up. Logan so I have one more question regarding Cyberpunk before we leave. Um, so okay. with the game landing as broken as it is from the entire internet, does that mean that how many times did your wang <laughs> fall out of your pants? Did, does that sorry, sorry. Is that zero. basically going to mean okay. that this will not be on any game of the year lists? Like, is no one going to put 2077 on their game of the year lists because it fell no. apart? I, I bet you, I bet you it's going to be on you people's think? game of the year lists. Like, there's still well, we got, people. It would be on 2021 game of the year list, obviously, right? Like, it's not I don't know. We're year. we're right there. No, in that why wouldn't zone it be on this where series? people like totally forget the titles that come out right now, and then they don't make next year's list? I feel like game of the year list. There has to be a rule. It's December of the previous month, right? To november of that so it would be december 2020 to november 2021 that's the time frame in a perfect world maybe yeah yeah i most like my top five is gonna consist mostly of games that came out within the past three months probably for this year or for next year <laughs> that's right uh well dr zubat it's been great having you with us tonight Thanks, thanks for coming back. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I'm still your number one fan, even after this episode. Even after this episode. Uh, as our ratings drop, please give us five stars. Uh, feel free to get more of us on the socials. You can check that out in the podcast description below or above, wherever you can see it. You can also check out our website, underpoweredmedia.com. We'll chat in Discord, games, life, and other. Feel free to leave a review. As I said, thanks for joining us tonight. We are out. Play your games. Thank you.